Hey everyone, welcome to the Razor Web Design Wire Podcast with Matt Reed. The Razor Web Design Wire Podcast with Matt Reed. Hey everyone, episode 39 today. We're talking about Google Merchant Center. So if you've got an e-commerce website, you need to listen to this and listen carefully. If you're using Google Ads, um, even more so. If you've got an e-commerce site you're advertising and you're not using Google Merchant Center, you'll want to set it up straight after you listen to this podcast, I think or I hope. Um, so basically what Google Merchant Center is, is it's a facility that, for what, what we use it for anyway, it's a facility where you can load your products into their system and basically it'll show those products in search results to people looking for those products. So let's say you sell, I don't know, you sell phones, you sell iPhones. What happens is when someone searches to buy an iPhone, if your products are in Google Merchant Center and you've got it all hooked up, if they're your target audience and they're in the area that you're sort of wanting to show your products in front of, then your product will come up the top with a little uh, featured product image, a price, and obviously the product's name. So what I'm getting at here is you can basically get your products to show right up in the top of Google search results. Um, Different to Google Ads, where we see the little plain text ads with the headlines and the descriptions, this way is where it's got a visual uh, graphical representation of the product that people might be searching for. So it's great because when someone searches and they see the photo of what they're looking for, you know, humans operate visually. That when you think of your your fridge, for example, you have a visual picture of your fridge in your head. You don't think the word fridge, you think visually. So you get what I'm saying. If you see what you're searching for, you're going to see it a lot quicker than you would see the words. So basically with Google Merchant Center is you're getting that exposure up on Google searches for a product that someone might search for. Now, there's a few drawbacks and also very good parts to it. Now, if your pricing isn't the cheapest, when you're showing beside other... Um, other retailers, other sh- other websites, you're going to find it quite hard to sort of f- attract a click because at the end of the day, the only thing that's showing on there is the product's picture, the title, and the price. So what do we do? We click the cheapest link first. So if you're in a price-driven uh, area, which I don't really recommend for many businesses because it's quite hard, obviously, to make any money, but if you are, or if you're the cheapest anyway, it's important that you do use this. If you're maybe higher priced, you can still use it. And obviously you might have people click onto the cheaper one and then they go, oh no, actually I don't like this website or um, oh, the shipping's a hundred bucks or whatever, you know, whatever it might be. And they come back out and they click on another one. So you still wanna be there. But what I'm trying to get at is the price is sort of the key indicator to whether you'll get a click or not. Like I have clients who say they're the cheapest in the country. Um, so they'd, ve- you know, they'd really highly benefit from this. Um, whereas clients who offer a higher product but a better quality service aren't necessarily as it expect going to attract as many clicks. Uh, but when they do, obviously, they might get that sale because they offer a better service or you know, it might be free delivery or they offer a certain incentive or uh, free gift or something, whatever it might be. So another thing I do like about Google Merchant Center, which I've found with running a few of these for my clients, a few of these campaigns, is the cost per click is a lot lower. So if you're not familiar at all with what I'm talking about here, cost per click is basically when your ads show up on Google or a search engine or whatever it might be, when someone clicks your ad, you pay a certain amount of money. So it might be, you know, a dollar, might be five dollars, might be ten dollars, depending on what industry you're in. Um, So the good thing about Google Merchant Center is they have a lower cost per click. So at the end of the day, it's cheaper um, in most cases to have your products show up on Google's Merchant Center. So, you know, I've had some clients who have been getting like 10 cent cost per clicks. So let's do the math. You're selling a $100 product 
um, and you're paying 10 cents for a click to get a $100 sale, that's fantastic. Now, in the real world, we never generally get um, 100% conversion rate. So let's say even we got 20 clicks on that product and only one of those 20 wanted to buy and it was 10 cents a click. You know, it's still only $2 for a $100 sale. So if you do the math, obviously it works out quite well. Now, I've mentioned this in many episodes, but you've got to bear in mind, obviously, if you're selling a lower priced item, let's say you sell a, I don't know, <laughs> um, pair of underwear or something. Let's say you sell underwear. Totally random, but... And, you know, let's say they're $10 or they're $20. Let's say $10. If, you, if, if, if you're paying for 10 clicks at 10 cents each or even, say, 10 clicks at 50 cents each, that's $5 to sell a $5 pair of, uh, $10 pair of underwear, you're already, you're already chopping, out, chopping out half your revenue um, into advertising costs. So, you know, when you're selling cheaper items, um, you've got to just be careful, obviously, that your cost per click is still, um, you know, is still you're still getting a good conversion rate for the amount of money you're spending. You don't want to spend ten dollars to sell a ten dollar product because otherwise you're not making any money and you've got to still pay for the product. So if you get what I'm saying from that's what I want you to also consider. Um, and, and and another thing that subconsciously people do is when people are purchasing a product um, and they see a price on Google search result associated with that product, they're usually there to click and buy it. They've got a high purchase intent, I guess you could say. Whereas if you have someone, for example, who um, is researching, they're not they're more likely gonna scroll down and click on the sort of uh, the the text information ads or the results in Google that say, you know, reviews and product information and photos and videos about this product. Whereas yeah, people ready to buy, they see the photo, they see the price, bang, they're ready to click and go and buy it. We, we have um, a few of these running for different clients at the moment, and I'm really happy with uh, one of them. We've just upped the budget a bit on it, but they are selling products, and they're selling like four or five, oh, sorry, I should say around three to 10 orders a day, and they're spending about $30, $35 a day. So, you know, I won't go into detail about how much the orders are spent, people are spending on the orders, but some of them are cheap, some of them are $20, some of them are as high as $1,000. So, you know, if you work out an average, even if you sold $500 a product a day um, for a $30, $40 ad spend, it's really well worth it. Now, there's a tricky part about Google Merchant Center, and when I first did it, I was a bit confused, but basically what you need is a product feed from your website. Um, WordPress and stuff will have it all built-in plugins you can probably install, but there's a there's a, f- a certain type of feed that Google needs to be able to suck regularly from your website to get the product information in terms of pricing, stock levels, product descriptions, the link that they should be taken to when they click the product, all that sort of information needs to be given to Google in a certain format. So it's not as easy as just loading up your products and away you go. No, it has to be done um, in a specific way. So you might find that you need your web developer to help you with that. Um, obviously someone like me or whoever you might use for your website at the moment, um, even if you want to use a freelancer or something, but get someone who knows what they're doing because unfortunately I can see it being quite tricky for pretty much anyone who's not tech savvy um, to the degree you know us, us sort of web guys are um, to set that up anyway guys i hope that helps that's google merchant center give it a go at the end of the day you won't know if it's going to work until you try it so don't procrastinate i want you to go and get it going now or if it's late at night or something go to bed and wake up in the morning and make sure you get it done because it is really good um, 
if I was to set up a new shopping website tomorrow, I would do that for myself, hands down. That'd be the first form of marketing I'd be doing is getting that set up there. Anyway, guys, that's Matt from the Raise Web Design Why podcast, and that's episode 39. And join me again next time, and have a good day. Cheers. That was the Razor Web Design Wire podcast with Matt Reed. For more, visit razorweb.co.nz.